0: again yeah i hated it too (laughs) Raxon, you said something in the car to me you said that you were living on borrowed time Mm. there's a perception around who hunters are what we're supposed to be and a a feminist that works for a non-profit that is a hunter that has only eaten wild game for the last 20 years is likely not the thing that people think about when it comes to a hunter Lauren Tanelli is the resource management specialist for the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters. I was asked to reach out to the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters because of their position on feral hogs and the hunting of feral hogs in Ontario. I'll be honest, I came into this podcast with a very preconceived notion of why is a pro-hunting organization standing behind the idea. That hunting of feral pigs is a bad idea. I didn't know the situation. I didn't have all the facts. And this conversation is a very short, sharp, hard-hitting, as you expect, discussion on why I got converted that hunting pigs in Ontario is not something that we should be doing.
1: I'm very appreciative of the invitation.
0: Well, as I just said, um, first timer, right? First time podcast. You've never done a podcast before?
1: Never, ever.
0: And you've been an avid Blood Origins podcast listener for the beginning, right?
1: Of course, yeah.
0: Nice job, Lauren. <laughs> nice job. <laughs> uh, honest question, though. But when before I reached out, had you heard about us?
1: No. No. Um... It's somehow slipped through my podcast. Okay, you don't listening. have
0: to apologize. You don't have to apologize. Or, as an organization, had you ever heard of us and what we do?
1: So, yeah, there were a couple people in the organization that, as soon as I was like, Yeah, these guys reached out, they were like, Oh, you have to do it. It's such a good podcast. So, I'm clearly the one who's, who's missed the boat on this because everyone else seems well. To know look,
0: we'll forgive you. You can catch up. Um, I a very short, to-the-point type podcast, just like this, this conversation is going to be. Um, and uh, we like to just have hard-hitting conversations with people who are passionate about what they do and why they do it and peel some onion layers. And nobody takes offense because essentially all we're doing is asking questions and, and you know giving truthful, honest answers the best that we can, right? Perfect. Lauren, uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to everyone?
1: Yeah, so I'm Lauren Tonelli. I'm the Resource Management Specialist at the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters.
0: So what is the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters, right? Yeah,
1: so we're actually a charity organization and our main focus is to be kind of the voice of anglers and hunters in the province of Ontario. Um, we also have a bunch of conservation programs. Um, so we work on invasive species. Um, so you implement
0: just, conservation projects?
1: Yeah, so we've got, we've got a few different types of conservation programs, but where, where I fit in is I work on our policy team. And so we review and um, advocate for government uh, legislation and policy that um, kind of protects or enhances hunting and fishing in Ontario.
0: So for those of us that are like me, geographically challenged, um, and we just see Canada as this like big red and white blur north of America, can you give us a sort of uh, a relationship map of like where Ontario is in relation to everything else?
1: Yeah, it's super easy. So where the Great Lakes are, we're right above that. So Ontario kind of borders along Lake Superior, Lake Huron, Lake Erie. And then Lake Ontario.
0: Quebec would be to the east? Yes. And what's to the west? Manitoba. Okay. Saskatchewan further west?
1: Yeah. (laughs) One more west than Manitoba, and then Alberta, and then BC, and then Ocean.
0: Nice. I like that. I was pretty good on my geography right there.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: So uh, the, one of the reasons I, I invited you on, and I'm sure we can, we'll can rabbit hole into other reasons for why you are on this podcast, but the number one reason I had you on was I had someone reach out to us from Canada about feral pigs and feral hog management in Ontario specifically. Um, did not know that you actually had feral hogs that far north. Uh, so why don't we start there in terms of context? because. Honestly, you know, you don't hear about feral hogs as an issue in Michigan and Wisconsin and all those Great Lakes lake states. So why all of a sudden are we talking about feral pigs in Ontario?
1: Yeah, so it's kind of, we're kind of a enigma when it comes to the feral pig discussion um, because we don't actually have a population of wild pigs in Ontario. Um, but the OFH, so the organization I work for, um, became very interested in it because of the potential, and you know what we've seen in the states, and a lot of our prairie provinces have populations of these wild pigs. So mentioned Alberta, they're kind of the the province that has a pig pro- problem right now, um, but it's it's expanding, um, and so we kind of saw what was happening in other areas, and we're like. Ontario isn't well-suited to deal with this problem if and when it arises in Ontario. Um, So we started talking to the government about ways that we can make sure that uh, we don't end up with a pig problem. And we were seeing a few situations where there would be pigs on the landscape. Um, There were always kind of recent escapes. A couple were kind of free roaming. We weren't really sure where they came from. And so we started to see that, you know, we were kind of at the beginning of a potential problem and we wanted to nip it in the bud before it became like a full-blown feral pig situation.
0: So you don't think you have, you probably just have a couple of, let me, I'm going to, I don't want to use the word escapees because that was something very important to our back and forth from an email perspective. But you think there's only a couple of true feral hogs that have potentially migrated in from elsewhere versus local escapees on the landscape in Ontario?
1: So all of the pigs in Ontario, we're pretty sure, were at one point on a farm or somebody's property. Um, there's no real clear evidence that they've you know, migrated in on their own. Um, That's not outside the realm of possibility, but um, just from kind of where we're seeing them, we think they're probably all originated from a farm or pets or something like that. Um, But we're pretty sure that there's none that are breeding in Ontario right now. And that's kind of the key. Come on,
0: come on. There is, If there are pigs on the landscape...
1: So that's, okay, that's kind of the thing is we don't there's no like established pigs we've we've been pretty good at making sure that the pigs that we do see out and about are getting removed, and we've seen
0: removed no pig pigs. i.e. a bullet to the head.
1: Uh, yeah, more or less.
0: That's okay. Look, this is a truthful podcast. It's a podcast that hunters listen to, and I'm in a state, Mississippi, in which we are investing millions of dollars in feral pig management. millions of dollars and so yeah being on the front edge of potentially something coming is very 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 uh has a very lot it has a lot of foresight to Mm -hmm. it um but if you have a male and a female pig on a landscape they're gonna mate and they're gonna mate often and they're gonna generate a lot of piglets a lot of the year
1: yeah and so the fact that we're not seeing piglets on the landscape is why we're still in this optimistic we can prevent this from happening phase.
0: So again, I want to just focus on the escapee before I, I hit the real nail on the head here that I, I'm just holding the question back a little bit longer. These escapees are from farms. Are they are they like they escaped last month or they escaped last year?
1: So kind of at the beginning of this, it was kind of a question that we didn't really know. So people would report these pigs, but we didn't know where they came from or how long they'd been on the landscape. Now we have a better grasp on things like that because there's a lot more education. People know when and where to report sightings of pigs. Um, So our response time is getting a lot quicker. Um, to being able to deal with them. So the pigs are coming off the landscape a lot faster, and we're hopeful that none have actually been on the landscape for longer than a month.
0: Okay. So here's the crux of the matter. The article that I was sent, and I'm confused as to the Ontario um, anglers and hunters, Ontario's... I, I messed it up. Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters? Okay, yeah. good. Ontario's Federation of Hunt, Anglers and Hunters. Again, I nearly messed it up right then. I, I'm confused at your position here. So the article that I got sent that said, hey, you may want to reach out to whoever I reached out to first, and I got placed on to Lauren, was, hey, there's these pigs on the landscape. And again, I'm, I don't know the answer here, so you're going to have to clarify. O-F-A-H is suggesting that we should not hunt them
1: because of the potential of dispersal. That sounds not right. Yeah, so our position on pigs has got us a lot of um, attention, both positive and But negative. it makes
0: sense, right, why you got the attention. That... I don't know if I can state it any more clearly in that hunting something removes it. Hunting something is not going to disperse it.
1: So yes and no. There is evidence to suggest in other jurisdictions that when hunting occurs, it um, if you shoot at a sounder of pigs, a group of pigs, and you don't remove all of them at once, then the ones that escape and aren't shot um, become a lot more difficult to remove in the future. As you mentioned, all it takes is for a male and a female pig on the landscape who have learned hunter behavior, have learned how to avoid being hunted, to produce a lot of babies very quick. And so we see that hunting doesn't actually reduce pig populations. Yeah, it takes a couple of pigs off the landscape, but in the overall situation, it doesn't actually eradicate pigs from the landscape. For eradication, you need targeted trapping and removal of whole sounders. And so... It also, there's a whole bunch of other layers in Ontario when it comes to hunting pigs. Because as I mentioned, there are no wild populations of pigs in Mm -hmm. Ontario. They're all escapes. So then there's a whole legal consideration of, okay, if someone loses a pig and someone goes out and shoots it, theoretically that pig belongs to someone and it could be destruction of property. Um, So there's... What? What? It, it would be like shooting someone's pet, basically. That is
0: that is five miles from the house in the forest rooting up or eating something.
1: So it's a consideration. It's not yep, yep, the yep. reason why mm-hmm. the OFH said we actually don't want hunting of pigs in Ontario, um, but it is a legal consideration for people when uh, thinking about hunting pigs, especially ones that are recent escapes. Um another reason why we came out and said we don't want hunting of pigs in Ontario is because we've seen in other jurisdictions that allow hunting that people will move pigs for the purpose of hunting them in an area.
0: That is a very true statement. And that is probably one of the biggest things that is... You have to caveat it by saying that there is a phenomenal economy tied to sport hunting of pigs. However, the destructiveness of pigs in landscapes far, far outweighs that element of sport hunting in those landscapes.
1: Yeah. And we want to protect the hunting of native species that we currently have turkeys, deer, um, other ground nesting birds, like grouse. And so we don't want a situation where a few, you know, people who have seen the state's, you know, pig hunting culture, and we've seen it on all of our social media posts about pig hunting and how we don't want it in Ontario, is people are all for it. They're like, great, this is another hunting opportunity. And it's that kind of thought process where they're like, no, we want to be able to shoot pigs that concerns us about people potentially bringing in pigs to have that same kind of activity mm-hmm. in Ontario at mm-hmm. the detriment of our native species.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an interesting dilemma because you would, an organization like OFAH is a pro hunting organization, correct? Yeah. And here's an organization that's saying, we don't want you hunting these things. And so you can understand the pushback, uh, but, but you can also understand, because you're in a very unique position that not many jurisdictions are able to be, are able to be, almost think themselves in, or even be in, in that, what are you weighing up here? You're weighing up the potential opportunity to hunt a species. Versus the ramifications of an exploding invasive nuisance feral species Mm -hmm. on the landscape. What would we prefer? Now, if you had zero hunting opportunities on your landscape, no grouse, no turkeys, no deer, no bear, no none of that, then I could see someone saying, huh, you know, there may be something away up here. I still wouldn't advocate for it. I still would not advocate for the. The purposeful reintroduction, not reintroduction, the purposeful introduction of a feral species that has such an ecological detriment uh, or ecological impact of its activity on the landscape. And once rooted in the landscape, excuse the pun, is near impossible to remove. You cannot eradicate them.
1: Yeah. So actually... New York, I think, is the only jurisdiction that has had pigs and successfully eradicated them. And part of that, um, part of the way they did that was by banning sport hunting of them, um, because they were seeing pigs being purposefully moved across, like around the state for the purpose of hunting. And so they shut that down right away. They created a whole bunch of other um, regulations around pigs, and they successfully eradicated them. Um, they obviously didn't have as big a population as a lot of the other states do, but that's kind yeah, of Mississippi
0: a... and Texas—they're here to stay. There's exactly. No, there's no getting rid of pigs now in the southern states.
1: Yeah, and and that's kind of what we're trying to avoid. As you mentioned, like millions of dollars go into trying to reduce their populations, trying to manage them. Trying to deal with the agricultural damages, Mm -hmm. and it's that's a position that Ontario doesn't want to be in. And Mm -hmm. so, from our perspective, any steps that can be taken to reduce the chance of wild pigs from becoming established in Ontario is worth it.
0: Okay, so let's talk about this. We are we are against hunting of pigs, but we are pro the eradication using lead projectiles.
1: Um, I would say we are pro the eradication using very strategic corral traps to remove all of them. And then That would should...
0: require a lead projectile at the end of the
1: day. Or yeah, a chemical Or what?
0: No, no, no. You're not gonna chemical them. Come on. You'd get more you'd get into much more issues when it comes to animal rights scenarios when it comes to chemicals than you would a okay. to... A clean
1: uh, kill. Potentially. I, I mean, chemical euthanization is used in other, for other reasons. So, I mean, it's, I, th- okay. I think it's, uh, you know, six one way, half a dozen of the other.
0: Okay, so let's play that out. So, you have hunters that are willing to do the work, probably for free, or they may actually pay you to do the trapping and eradication. How does that work? Are you now in the scenario are you paying someone to do that work and not allowing hunters to do it or where are we in that in that space?
1: So right now the government is the only entity removing pigs from the landscape um except for if it's a a pig owner who's lost their pigs then they could go out and remove them. Um, But as it stands right now, our Ministry of, oh God, it's very long, but it's Natural Resources, the Ministry of Natural Resources is, um, for all intents and purposes, um, the only ones going out and trapping and removing these pigs from the landscape right now. Because it's coordinated and they, they can go out, they get a report of a group of pigs. They investigate, they try to figure out where the pigs came from, try to coordinate with the owners of those pigs if they can find them. Um, and then they go out and make sure that that group of pigs is coming to the trap and they know how many pigs there are. And then once they are confident that all of the pigs are in the trap, then they'll deploy it right. and trap them
0: all. Yeah, right. The pig, pig trap technology is, is quite amazing. Cellular cameras, real time, yeah, uh, the traps are amazingly built nowadays. Easily transportable; they can move them. Yeah. Great technology. I, I think the last sticking point is to the one that I just made, which is people will argue that that's taxpayer money that's being invested into, you know, the eradication of an animal that a hunter would do for free or even pay to do. So. You know where do we like that's that that happens everywhere.
1: Yes and no. So there's some situations where I think it, um, even the concept of creating some sort of buzz around doing something like that. So around oh like I get to hunt these pigs. It creates an incentive to have those pigs. Hmm. And that incentive is something that we really want to avoid, because there, I'm there are thousands of very well intentioned hunters in Ontario who I'm sure are for total eradication. But you just
0: need that one bad apple.
1: Exactly. As soon as there's any incentive to keep pigs on the landscape for anyone, it it becomes a very slippery slope to eradication.
0: It's a good point. It's a very, very, very good point. And And,
1: And that's why, I mean, uh, we get a lot of blowback from a lot of people about the stance we took, but I mean, we spent a lot of time making sure that this was the correct decision for Ontario Mm -hmm. before Mm -hmm. we supported it.
0: Mm -hmm. I, I will say I came into this podcast actually on the opposite side. I was very much like, what the hell are these guys doing? What the hell is the Ontario Federation of Anglin Hunters doing? They're a hunter, pro hunting organization, potentially limiting the opportunity for hunting of specifically a feral invasive species that by all intents and purposes, if you don't, and, and this is how I came to it, right? If you don't hunt it, that is, that's nuts because they're going to procreate and reproduce at such a rapid rate that you want to you want to deploy every tool in your toolbox to eradicate this pig however the fact that you are at the leading edge of this problem and it is not a problem right now in ontario but it could be and yes you are certainly correct in that there is a A driven incentive for business to be generated by the movement of feral hogs onto a landscape that may not have them is incentive enough for people to bring, and if they are allowed to hunt them, to your point, it is an incentive, I don't know how big, but an incentive nevertheless, for someone to try and transport more pigs onto the landscape which at the end of the day is not good
1: mm-hmm.
0: for native wildlife for native habitats that's it
1: yeah uh yeah and that's kind of the same conclusion we came to i mean we looked at it we see that i mean the states and alberta so our uh province that has pigs um they've had hunting it doesn't reduce the population because
0: but they have Pigs hunting will. and trapping, right?
1: Yeah, of course. Pigs reproduce so quickly that hunting alone will never um, clear them Agreed. out. You, Agreed. you need that intensive trapping. And it's not to say that that if a pig like wandered onto your property in Ontario and started destroying your crops, that you can't remove it in defense of property. That is still something that's available to, to landowners. So, I mean... You do still get that kind of small-scale removal on those one-off basis, but there's a very coordinated trapping program, and there's no incentive for pigs to be brought in to the province. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're hoping that that's how we're going to prevent pigs from ever becoming established in Ontario.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> I may get you know, I'm in the, I'm on the same boat as you, I may get some flack too, but I'm with you, it makes complete sense. And it's exactly the position, you know, what we like to do at Blood Origins is, is sort of evaluate the, the, the position from a, from a data driven, science driven perspective, don't, you know, don't rely on the emotion, rely on the evidence, rely on experience. And in some cases, hunting may not be the best tool for wildlife management. And at the end of the day, that is what we should all be about from a hunting community perspective, is that we're for wildlife and we're for sustainable wildlife and we're for as best of a habitat ecosystem as we as we can possibly get, because all that means is better opportunities for us to hunt those native species.
1: Exactly. Well said. Yeah. And I mean, hunters have a huge role in Ontario to still play in preventing wild pigs, like The OFH, we set up a um, trail camera detection program. Uh, So we ship out trail cameras to volunteers across the province to set them up um, in a way that if there are pigs on the landscape, that those trail cameras will detect them. Um, So we're actively working with hunters who who are those people who want to make sure that pigs don't become established in Ontario. Um, So we're giving them ways that they can help. And help protect, you know, their native species that they do love to hunt.
0: So, where can people find information specifically about that, like the trail cameras being able to get access to trail cameras uh, for the for the situation?
1: Yeah, they can go to our website at www. wildpigs org slash wild pigs, and all the information about any program we're running and all of the work that we've done uh, to help make sure that wild pigs don't come become established in Ontario is on that webpage.
0: Any final words?
1: No. Um, I, I, the fact that I converted you to under to at least understand where we're coming from um, is huge. And I hope that all of our members keep listening to us whenever we talk about pigs, because um, yeah, at the end of the day, we want to make sure that what we're hunting is our native species and that they continue to be healthy populations, and then we don't get non-native or invasive species.
0: Well, it it is a science-based decision that you've made, and it is a decision that is for the welfare of the wildlife, the current wildlife of the state of Ontario, for kids and grandkids in the future. And I can understand why hunters are upset, understandably so. But when they hear the position or understand the position better, uh, they could either change their minds like I did or say, I still don't agree with it, but I understand.
1: Yeah. And I would say if, you know, you want to hunt wild pigs, there's plenty of states that'll let you go do that. Come down to Mississippi. Yeah.
0: There's unlimited and we'll put traps on and whatever you want. Perfect. Lauren, first time podcaster, you did amazing.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity.
0: No, thank you. Well, that's it for today. I appreciate you listening, as always. Leave a review, share it with your friends, and most importantly, do what's right to convey the truth around hunting.